0: In today's episode will be discussing The Batman, directed by Matt Reeves. Starring Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. Batman, Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle, a.k.a. Catwoman, Paul Dano as Edward Nashton, a.k.a. The Riddler, Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon, John Turturro as Carmine Falcone, Peter Sarsgaard as Gil Coulson, Andy Serkis as Alfred Pennyworth, Colin Farrell as Oswald Oz Cobblepot, a.k.a. Penguin, Jamie Lawson as Bella Rail, Gil Perez Abraham as Martinez, Peter McDonald as Kenzie, Alex Fern as Pete Savage, and Con O'Neill as Mackenzie Bach. The film was released on March. 4, 2022 on a budget of $200 million.
1: Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Kendrick. And this is Movies in Black and White. Kendrick,
0: the long awaited. No, no. Anticipated. Let, time out. Time out. We've been talking
1: about this movie since oh, we man. literally started this podcast. Uh, yeah, seriously. Seriously. We. Hold on. When was the first time that we looked at and, and discussed Robert Pattinson's Batman on this podcast? Like episode two or two, three. Yeah.
0: Because the first episode was the Joker and then. Yeah. It was like episode two or right. three that we started talking right. about it. And I will say that I called it from day one. <laughs> day fucking one. Uh, and I'll I had everything that. validated. I'll give you that. Not a
1: goddamn thing was I wrong about with this movie, dude. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we were still happy. You know, even before you saw any previews, even before we saw anything, yeah, you, you said, hey. I was like, yeah, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. And then we talked about the Lighthouse and his mm-hmm. and his acting in the Lighthouse, and you know, a couple other films that he had done before right. that leading up to it. And it was like, okay, he does have some acting chops outside of Twilight.
0: Well, Twilight, Twilight was started was, a career, acting, and it yeah. was more of just a propulsion for him. And I understand right. that. Mm-hmm. You gotta get your name out there. You gotta do. I'm not going to say the crap work, but you kind of got to do the crap work to get where you want to be, right? It
1: really was a, you know, it was a, it it was, it would seem like it was crap work to turn into a a phenomenon that just. Right. But it got him where he needed to get to.
0: Yeah. And now we have the fucking Batman. Yeah. And I will say this is the most aptly titled movie of all time because this is literally the Batman. Yes. This is the definition of Batman. When I told you Matt Reeves was hired as the director, Mm -hmm. I I knew, I knew without a moment's doubt that this guy was going to deliver something awesome. Yeah. Because he gave us Cloverfield, which, you know, it wasn't everybody's bag of tea. Right. I enjoyed Cloverfield. I enjoyed it too. I love the found footage. I Mm love the story. I thought it was great. For like one of his first films, fantastic. Yeah. And then he went and did Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which- Rise of the Planet the Apes was good, but Dawn was fucking awesome. And then War of the Planet of the Apes? Holy yeah. shit. Yep. And then he turns around and does the Batman?
1: Yeah, man. Dude is yet to do a bad movie, in my opinion. I mean, truly, that's... it's. I mean, I think even, in, even at box office and, uh, you know, critically, he's yet to do a bad movie. I mean, yeah, none, are, none of his movies yeah. are badly... Re-
0: they're all highly received. Yeah, Okay. exactly. From acclaimed director, Matt fucking yeah. Reeves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I've loved Matt Reeves since the moment I've seen one of his movies. Okay. Yeah. He has literally delivered to me, to everybody, to us, the fandom of Batman, the magnum opus of Batman movies. I will agree. And he is the first director, and I love Nolan's films. I love Burton's films. Oh, yeah. Schumacher's films kind of... Yeah. We don't talk about those, no, really. Uh, much. They were made to sell toys, and that's what they did. That's what they did. Um... He he understood Batman. He understands him at his core, and he did it for lack of a better term, a character study
1: it, it's, on Batman. It's hard to do an origin story without it being an origin story. Because well, here's the thing: yeah, you have you know Batman's in year two in this movie, right? Okay, you don't go into all the oh his parents are dead. We no, already no, know no. it. We already knew all yeah. this stuff. This is an origin story about his rogues gallery. Right. If anything, yeah, and that's I mean,
0: exactly what we got. And, and yeah, I yeah. mean, how many bad guys do we get in this movie? Okay, let's let's cover this right now. We got some spoilers mm-hmm. here. If you haven't seen oh, the yeah. movie, just turn stop listening because <laughs> this is all we're going to talk about. Yeah. Let's see. We had the penguin played <laughs> yep. by Colin Farrell, which
1: was oh, fucking insane. That guy. I mean, if if he doesn't get a supporting actor actor nod, yeah. for this movie, I'm turn the Academy. I'm off.
0: I'm telling you right now, I'm going to riot. Yeah. personally in my living room i'm gonna write yeah. if the academy does not acknowledge this film in multiple factors right okay. that being one the cast on mm-hmm. every level was amazing there was yes. not a bad cast member no. supporting actor not a one right so colin farrell's the penguin prosthetics were fucking insane. You didn't even know that was him. Oh, no! Like if I would not have known that was Colin Farrell going to this movie, you would we never would have known. Have never known. You, yeah. you can't hear him in there because he's got yeah. an accent. Yep. You can barely see him. Like there was one scene I told my buddy Todd before we went and saw. I was like, there's one scene and you're going to see Colin Farrell's face through that scene just once. Mm-hmm. And he, when the scene came on, he goes, yeah, I saw it. Yeah. And it was when the he turns around and looks between the headrest and the car to right. see the Batmobile coming right. at it. Just the you, you can, can see. see it's Colin yeah. Farrell uh-huh. just through the prosthetics. Like you could tell by his facial structure. Mm-hmm. I was fucking blown away by his performance. Yeah, just absolutely yeah. <laughs> railroaded by it. I was <laughs> like, God damn. <laughs> Intimidating, interesting, funny. funny. Like yeah. he was a great yeah, character. Yeah. I could see how he's getting his own spinoff show on HBO Max. Yep. You know, he's put in a prime territory to officially become the penguin. the penguin you know yeah. before he was just oz mm-hmm. and they alluded to him being the penguin because he kind of waddles yeah just a little bit when he walks which is really funny mm-hmm. and then there was a scene where he's handcuffed at his feet, feet his and arms, arms and he waddles. waddles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but damn <laughs> that was i was surprised to walk away from me like god the penguin was the source of humor in this movie yeah which there's not a lot of in this movie right but it's you when it's used it's used well enough to like yes uh, it breaks the tension just enough mm-hmm. to not constantly be punching you in the face right which is what this movie does a lot you got zoe kravitz as Catwoman, man
1: a stellar performance right yeah just stellar i mean bought it hook line and sinker she was the only one i had any sort of like reservation yeah compatible. just a little
0: bit like nothing too crazy but i have all the whole cast she was the only one i was like you know i've only ever seen her in mad max fury road mm-hmm. she was good in it never mm-hmm. seen her carry much of anything Right, so I was like, because uh, Mad Max was totally carried by Charlie Theron and oh yeah, you know Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. yeah, of course. So I was I was genuinely like happy when yeah. uh, she started. She came on screen and she fucking owned every scene she was in. Everyone. So you had her in you know way her story ends. It's like okay, great. Like there's more. Okay. Everybody's becoming who they're supposed to be. Exactly. You have Paul Dano as the Riddler. Yeah, which I mean, this- that was the. Like, a career performance for him almost. Dude. <laughs> Dude. And he does a lot of career performances. Like I was telling you I was watching uh There Will Be Blood. Yeah. That was like one of his first big movies. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. That guy just he nails everything he does. And like we were talking yeah. about, he does that Sh- radish, marmie, whimsical, little, yeah. old, you know, goofy yeah. bad guy, but always has that edge of to insanity to him. And he brought yes. it to this yeah. fucking
1: in the A game. Oh man. Look, his his uh, when he was masked up in this movie, yeah, it was like okay, it's cool. He's doing a great job. Yeah. To his performance kicked in when he was him. Yeah, I mean, it was like holy shit, you are just psycho
0: nutcase, dude. Yep. Which that is something I want to get back to here in a minute, right? Yeah. Okay, so there's three, three of Batman's biggest mm-hmm. rogue gallery members. Yeah, like the there's very few that are go above those three. Uh huh. One in particular that they fucking introduced in this movie. And it was just a bit scene, yeah. right? Like, it was a very, very small chunk of this movie. Yep. And that small chunk was like, holy fuck, they nailed it on just one fucking scene <laughs> yeah. alone. Yeah. With an actor that I would never have pinned.
1: I wouldn't have pinned him either. To play the Joker. N- n-
0: no. Barry Keegan is his last name? Is that how you pronounce his last name? I heard somebody pronounce it the other day, and it was totally different than what I imagined it. It's either Kagan or Keegan. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go with Keegan. Um, Holy fuck. That scene between the Riddler and Joker in Arkham was just fucking mind-blowing. And it was so tame enough to where you're like, oh, these
1: people are fucking nuts. And how the relationship... Between Riddler and Joker in just that little scene, mm-hmm. lines up with a lot of what you see. Number one in uh, Gotham City, right? You know the the the, the relationship. You know the Riddler need, kind of being codependent on somebody else, right? Needing that. So it's. I think it's going to be wonderful what they're going to do with this in the future. So there's four. That's yeah. four villains that were introduced, fleshed out and utilized
0: to perfection. There was one scene that was cut from the movie uh-huh. that I wish they would have brought in. Matt Reeves was talking about the other day. Yes. I, you know exactly what I'm yes. talking about. When Batman's trying to build a profile on the Riddler, uh-huh. he goes to see the Joker in Arkham because right. he had already taken him down before. Yeah, And I was like, damn, I wish that wouldn't have been cut. I mean, the movie's two hours and 55 minutes. Yeah, I could use that extra five he, minutes. He scene said he's going to no- release it at some point. Yeah, but... I, and I'm I'm there for it, right? Yeah. But I almost wi- I, maybe it would have taken away. I don't know. It depends on the context, right? Yeah. So I I trust why Matt Reeves cut it. I just wish he wouldn't have because when he explained it, I was like, fuck, I would have died to see that scene. Well, right? that's
1: that's what he said. You know, even with that, and the, even the scene at the end of yeah. the film, he's he was talking about how he didn't he didn't know how that was going to land until he saw, you know, the scenes leading up to that. Going okay. That makes it so much more important, right? And, it, and it's all you know, all together. So yeah, I got to keep that in there too, and all that, right? So yeah, I think you know, we'll we'll have it in there somewhere. I, like I said, I'm there for it. All
0: yeah. yeah. this movie laid the groundwork for the most interesting, layered Batman universe we've oh, ever seen, dude. <laughs> and it didn't even it, it didn't even see, it was effortless. Yeah, it was fucking effortless. No, it was. Okay, I'm going to go through my list of reasons that this movie is the greatest Batman of all time. You can can tell me if I'm wrong. You can tell me if I'm right. I don't really care. The villains were perfect. It showed the villains in a light that we've never really seen them before. It showed why they belong in Arkham Asylum. Mm -hmm. Why they're fucking insane. Not in Blackgate Prison, not in a regular whatever prison. They belong in insane asylum. Like You're always like, why does he keep putting him in the fucking insane asylum? Because they're They're fucking insane. They are crazy people. When the Riddler... Was so excited to meet the Batman mm-hmm. because he thought they were working together, yeah. and then realized they weren't. And it just he broke down and Bro- had yeah. that scene, which, by the way, was the highlight of oh, Paul man. Dano's career. I'm sure <laughs> it was wild. fucking insane. Like he nailed every second oh, of that. I yeah, that thought... screaming, yeah. the I mean, wailing, everything was fucking insane. I've never seen the psychosis of these villains so fully fleshed out in so little time and scenes. To where it makes sense. Like, that's it. Like, he got it. Yep. Okay, so that's number one, right? The villains were Mm top-notch. Psychosis of them was explained. They're amazing. Like, never seen that before. Like, we get hints and devils here, but it's always over-the-top action stuff with it, right? Right. The Batman was truly the Batman. The world's greatest detective. He made mistakes. He got his ass kicked here and there. But he put everything into it, and you saw him put everything into it. Mm Mm-hmm. You saw him use his fucking intelligence. He knew the riddles, the answers, the second they were announced, right? Mm-hmm. Like, never skipped a beat. He was truly an intelligent person, and you got to see that. Right. And you got to see him use everything that makes him the Batman in a, in a way that we've never really seen before, right? So, like the opening move scene of the movie almost. <clears throat> When the light's shining in the sky, the bad signal's in the sky, right. you've never seen the villains actually, like, the people of Gotham react to it in this way before. Right. The bad people of Gotham see it, and they freak the fuck out.
1: What? I'm gonna... Go ahead. Except for in the animated series. Right. And we are talking live action. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. I mean, I, I'm i just pointing out to where Matt Reeves did such a great job of right. marrying all of Batman the elements, yep.
0: into this movie. Right. The animated series is literally the Bible for Batman. Yeah. And he took that and ran with it. Mm-hmm. So when that bat signals in the sky and you see these bad people in Gotham doing bad things and they see that light, they immediately look straight at the shadow and you see them having like a panic. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not always there, but they think I'm in every shadow. Yeah. That, that is voiceover. the fucking Batman. That narration
1: that, was top notch. Oh,
0: in, insanely. Right. Yeah. And I was like, that was the moment. Right there, I was like, holy shit, he got it. He nailed it. Within the first fucking five minutes of Batman, (laughs) he fucking nailed it, right? Okay, so the opening scene is with the Riddler killing somebody, which was tense and terrifying. Right. And then we get straight into Pattinson's narration and seeing the criminal element be scared of the Batman.
1: Yeah.
0: And him being the pure fucking, oh my God. He's the pure thing of vengeance. Right, well, here's he's the thing. there to beat the ass and put them in, put them down.
1: He didn't even call himself Batman. In this no, he was the vengeance. I'm vengeance. Yes, that's it. I mean, everybody knew he was Batman. Yeah, but the I'm vengeance. I'm, vengeance. I'm here to beat that's the it. shit out of you
0: for doing the yeah. bad stuff. So when you finally see Batman show up, and it's cool, you see Pattinson roaming around the city as Bruce, mm-hmm. looking for his targets. Yeah, who he's going to take down that night. He can't be everywhere at once, but he's going to go after the ones that he needs to go after. Right. So when that first group of guys he takes down, when he's walking out and you hear his footsteps the and then him come yeah. out of the shadows, I was like, I brought a tear to my I was like, holy shit, that is fucking Batman. Like yeah, that's man. something we've never really seen before. Is Batman use his edge, his terror to scare people? And even if they're mm-hmm. not scared at first, he makes them scared right. almost instantly. Right. And then he put the fucking beat down on those bad guys.
1: Yeah. I heard it said he weaponized the shadows. Yes. That's just a great
0: way to describe it. Right. And I can already hear it now. People are going to be bitching. Well, you're not supposed to hear Batman coming. No, you can hear him he, when Ed. he wants to use yes, it. Exactly. He will use it, because and it's used no. perfectly in this movie.
1: Because they knew, yeah, what was coming. N- not nothing was coming out of those shadows but an ass whooping. <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> all that was pure of it was, it was coming. can ass whooping coming. Was just about to get up. opened up on you. Yeah, and he beat the ever living shit out of those guys. Yes, but the part that got me and I was like, that is perfect. Is when the guy he was saving was like, please don't hurt me yeah it's like great yes we are early in batman's career they have not realized that he is the hero here to help them yes. he is just seen as somebody that's out here beating the shit out of people <laughs> yeah, exactly. right and he fucking did it like that first guy he took down he wailed on him just a few seconds yeah. too long too, yes just went yes. after it and that armor god that suit like it, it at first when you first saw it, it's like oh that's a little different it's kind of goofy but once you see yeah. it actually in motion yeah that is probably one of see? the best bat suits ever put on screen
1: <laughs> Yeah. Oh nice. my lord. And it just got better as time went on, too. And the way he moved in it as far as like when he was just walking around. Yeah. You know, it was it was so stoic. And and you know, you get you got the sense of the size and heft of his suit right it brought the weight everything yeah, yeah. brought the weight and then when he was, was amazing when he was in action mode he could hustle and yeah he could move about.
0: and he whooped i mean at mm-hmm. one point he fucking full-on tackled somebody yeah right and it was like damn you know that fucking hurt yeah no kidding and man. what i really loved is everything in his suit had a purpose right yeah. and even when he took off his gloves his hands were wrapped mm-hmm. like a boxer yeah i mean everything was so methodically planned yeah. out it was insane okay so we've been over the psychosis of the villains why Pattinson's Batman was cool just from the get-go, right? Using the right. fear element was everything, right? Like, we've never really seen it besides some throwaway lines here and there. Like, in The Dark Knight was my argument at one point. Um, he was all like, oh, I'm not going to do this drug deal. What are you scared of the Batman? Like, it was just a goofy... Yeah. I mean, it was used to somewhat of effectiveness, but never in this way. Right. Just focusing on the bad guys and seeing the pure horror on their face. Mm-hmm was amazing mm-hmm. okay so those are two elements right there that i was already stoked by the true being the world's greatest detective right we've never seen that before right not to this degree yeah. we've never seen it where he was actually figuring out a case going through the steps it was always just oh i figured it out like how did you figure it out how did we yeah. get to this conclusion i, I agree with right that. we just jumped to it i agree with it and then it was full-on beat the shit out of people scenes which was yeah. great at the time but This is more than that,
1: yeah. Right, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, I mean, again, that you know, even given the definition of things that you know they were talking about in the crime scene, they were like, oh, this is what this is, and da da da. Mm -hmm. You know, I just felt like it was Batman: The Animated Series, which is not a, which is the greatest thing in the world, right? It is the greatest because I mean, that's that started my love for WB animation yep it was they they did it right they Mm -hmm. understood how to do it and i I think that's why i love this
0: movie so much and it meant so much to me is because i grew up with batman the animated series right right so that's that's how i knew batman growing up and then i got into the comics and everything and i really learned who batman was yeah yeah like you already said this was the pure marriage of all the things that make batman batman and it worked effectively
1: and he got it to a point to where you He understood it was year two. Yes. He has not come to grips with being Bruce yes. Wayne. And that led he into my next point. Good. That's exactly yeah.
0: it. You're right. Is He is just the Batman. Yeah. There is no Bruce Wayne. He right. is the Batman and he's trying to figure out how to put on his mask that is Bruce Wayne. Right. He hasn't figured it out yet. So this movie is purely just Batman. Yeah. It's purely from Batman's perspective. Mm-hmm. Besides yeah. the opening scene where Riddler kills somebody and starts off the story. Right you follow Batman the whole way through. Like <laughs> yeah, there is a very small amount of Bruce Wayne.
1: The rest is Batman. Yeah. And I and was there for that. And you got the, you got the impression that it was like, okay, yeah, he's putting on the mask of being Bruce Wayne just to be able to get access. And, it, and yeah, that it, was it. And it, he didn't even use it to his full effect. Check. No. And he's
0: still learning how to utilize that. exactly. So that was, you know, I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah, we're in year two. He's in that self-destructive mode. Uh-huh. He's just out there trying to, grind away and beat the shit out of people and pretty much take his rage out in the street yeah and i was like yes that's that was batman in his early career you yes, got indeed. it hit the nail on the head yet again yeah right andy circus is fucking alfred oh, so man. let's talk about the other sporting cast real quick andy circus is alfred mm-hmm. jeffrey wright is gordon yes and then the pull. Plet- i mean john Turturro is Falcone. yeah mean,
1: one of my favorite <sighs> actors i mean he i've follow him for a long time because i mean back when i was younger he was in uh you know all the spike lee movies right stuff like that yeah you know so yeah very good every one of those three guys i just named peter Sarsgaard, mm-hmm. oh, yeah
0: yeah <laughs> all of them nailed their character yeah. and their their points to the lab i mean gordon jeffrey wright is gordon Dude. god damn inspired and he
1: was awesome as gordon he, you had to have a guy who could do a very brooding character, right? for the, for this Gordon, mm-hmm. and they got it, and he nailed it. And not only that, but Reeves
0: nailed the dynamic between Gordon and Batman. Yeah. We've never yet again; it's something we haven't seen before. We've never seen Gordon and Batman truly working together, right. As a quote unquote team, mm-hmm. to figure out a, the mystery and solve something and bring down a bad guy together, right? I was like, yes, that's Gordon and Batman's relationship. We're yeah. showing why Gordon trusts Batman so much. We're exactly. showing why they have that dynamic. There's a reason there's a signal on top of GCPD and yeah. later in, line, in, in the yeah. stories.
1: Yep. Exactly. You know,
0: there's a reason why he's commissioner. Batman has full access to things, right? This is it. We're getting there. That's how we get to this said point. And Gordon being such a instrument to Batman's, you know, crusade was fucking amazing. To see. Yes. And Gordon was constantly putting himself on the line for, for Batman, because yeah. he knew that he was a necessary. He was Necessity, necessary. Yeah, yeah, we needed him. They needed yeah. him in this world to bring it t- together. Exactly. He knew that. Exactly. So, like seeing Gordon put his career and his reputation on the line for the Batman, putting his trust in there, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's Gordon. Like that's we fucking yet again hit the nail on the head. Yep. The one little nitpick I had, and it was a very very minute nitpick, and I understood why, but was how bitchy Bruce was with Alfred at first, right? yeah like i got it yeah understood it but like it was just at one point it was just too much when he was like you're not my dad i'm like like, yeah we know that and (laughs) i i get it right like i got it but just
1: a little much he's up a little bit yeah (laughs) andy circus is alfred fucking
0: yet again inspired
1: i love it because you know like you said he's he's young enough and old enough uh right you know understanding and he's got the presence of an alfred at that age the pennyworth that was uh you know in basically her majesty's secret service yeah you know all that right stuff. he wasn't just a butler yeah exactly he wasn't you the can... manservant. he was something more than that like yeah. it,
0: the way he was portrayed to bruce's parents like when they talked about it was he was their protector right he was their security pretty exactly. much. exactly and i was like okay that's another great thing to see is like, I didn't know how to raise you. I, yeah. t- I could teach you how to fight, but I didn't know how to mm-hmm. be your father. Right. And that's what you needed. It was, you needed a father. I was like, fuck yet again, here we are. Yes. And it right. wasn't, they got it. You know, I love Kane as Alfred in the Nolan. series. Yeah. Right. Amazing. Yeah. Michael Kane is the one thing I couldn't get behind mm-hmm. in the Nolan movies. Right. And the first one, he was excited to have Bruce back kind of fought with him a little bit on becoming the Batman, mm-hmm. which is kind of how it goes until he gets fully into being bruce's helper and right. helping him in this crusade the dark knight fully there for it right and then in the dark knight rises he leaves him yeah. alfred doesn't leave, leave. bruce no, he no, just no, no. doesn't and i got it in that movie he's like that's the only thing he could do to try to keep bruce safe was to right. get him to that level to like realize that right but that's not alfred man that's just I not agree. what alfred
1: does i agree
0: and then i seriously thought that we were gonna lose fucking circus as alfred in this movie
1: I didn't. I, I I didn't think we would because I'm like going, okay, you know. I know they won more of this. I know they won more. I did too, uh, but I thought they were gonna go
0: different route. Like they were gonna be like, yeah, Bruce lost Alfred at a younger younger age. I mean, than normally yeah,
1: does. they did do a different route, especially with his parents and the backstory of his parents. Oh, I was that there that for stuff. that too. That was, yeah, really I was cool. Too. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. But yeah, I I, I didn't think they would lose him. I That would be like, okay, he's gonna get hurt seriously. Right. But, you know, come back at it. And yeah, so that leads into another point of mine for
0: the Batman is this is a Bruce that's fully committed to the idea of being a Batman. Yeah. Not looking for an out, not looking to set himself up to be like, Okay, eventually I can get out of this game. That's not his goal here. He doesn't care if he lives or dies. He just yeah. wants to make a city, the city a safer
1: place. He he for a moment had that that doubt that yeah. you know very small uh, moment. The, is the Batman, you know, is this experiment not really working out? Oh, and I
0: love the fact he had a journal too. Yeah. That he was, was keeping awesome. all the notes awesome. in and like reliving the whole night through that lens that he had. Yeah. God damn. I yeah. was like, this is this is a Batman that is just fully invested. Yes. Pretty much on the point of addictive behavior, right? Like even Reeve said
1: this is I want to make
0: this oh, like an addiction. Yeah,
1: it's definitely addictive. I mean he you know, you he. He's already like uh, even uh, Catwoman said, "You're already spoken for." Yeah, you know. So it's definitely his addiction. Right. Man. We've we've seen that in every aspect of the comics, the animated series, yeah. other movies, all that kind of stuff. Yep. It's his addiction. He um to be Bruce Wayne, he has to be Batman. To be Batman, he has to be Bruce Wayne. Right. I mean, and he's, like we talked about a little earlier, he's struggling with that. But at the end of the movie, you could see him turning to understand that I got yeah, to be, I got to take care of I business gotta be, too. I got to be more than <laughs> yeah. the just the yeah, Exactly. That was
0: another thing too that like I was so amazed by. So like one of the things I told everybody, I was like, this is a long movie. Sure. It didn't feel oh, like a long no, movie. No,
2: didn't.
0: It's two hours and 55 minutes, but there's not a second of this movie it's that's wasted. wasted. Oh my gosh. I cannot think of and very, there's very few movies that use their runtime to its fullest. To a degree like this. It's, no, I it's mean, such a rare thing. And it
1: was chalked, every minute of it chalked full of something with purpose. Even if you thought it was a throwaway thing, it, it wasn't. wasn't.
0: Nope. I mean, <laughs> so we had Bruce lurking in the shadows, actually casing things, yeah. watching, listening. Yeah. I mean, he even, like, it was always funny because in, in the movies, right? The other ones previously, he's like, oh, yeah. They're like, how did you already know that? Mm-hmm. This one, we got to see how he already yes. knew it. He was putting in the work. He was out there on the streets watching, listening. And then when he finally said that line, you're like, yeah, that's how he knew. That's yep. badass. Mm-hmm. And then you still had those moments of mystery, like when he would just up and disappear. It's like, how the fuck did he just up and disappear? Wouldn't hear a sound. Yeah, And exactly. yet, most of the time, we always heard him coming because he made a show of it. Yep. But when it was time to move... He was, was gone, gone. Like the fucking wind. <laughs> gone. There has never been a Batman that has been so fully diagnosed and studied the way this one was. Right. And if you were attentive to it, it blew your mind the more you watched it. I mean, mm-hmm. I saw this movie twice. Right. I got to see it Wednesday night and then Thursday night. Right. And this, the first time, I was just in shock the whole time, just at the amazing, <laughs> amazement of this movie, right? The second time, I really focused in, and I watched, and I paid attention to all the intricacies. And this is the one thing I really want to stress, is Pattinson was the greatest
1: choice that they could have made for this Batman. Honestly, yes. I I I, I, I agree. There was no there's nobody else I would say okay yeah his build would have been better his acting would have been better this no he, he characterized exactly Batman yep. year 1 year 2 right Batman you got early career
0: Batman who's yep. in his prime he's young enough to and he's strong like and he knows yeah. he's strong mm-hmm. he doesn't have to be this jack roided out guy right because he's got his youth behind him still he still mm-hmm. can have that adrenaline and that ability to go the extra mile right and he carries that Oh, I'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. I know what you want to get to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get back to that because mm-hmm. that's that's a later point. Um, Pattinson's performance in the eyes alone carried everything. Yeah. I mean, how many actors can you say that just by their facial expression from their eyes can convey oh, so man. much information? It's, it was amazing. I mean, when his eyes widened, he was like in pure shock. He was like, yeah. oh, shit. Like, how, what do I do with this information? And that's
1: the great part about, you know, an early stage Batman. Yeah. He's not. Okay. I'm so, I'm jaded. Right. Too much to be surprised by this or to be just in shock. Right. With this. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. And that's what I loved is this was
0: a Batman that was still early enough in his career. He was smart and he knew where he needed to get. Yeah. But he was still young enough in his career to where he hadn't seen it all yet. And he was still getting surprised and kind of taken off guard. So like when, um, the Riddler, he finally captured the Riddler. And he wanted to see him in Arkham. Right. He thought he was screwed because he thought that he had figured out that it was he was Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah. Right? And oh, <laughs> when Paul Dano was doing that fucking scene, Bruce Wayne, Wayne, I was like, oh, shit. He already figured it out. Like, how the heck fuck are we getting out of this? Heck, yeah. And then he was like, he was talking to him and- He's like, it's the one we missed. And you see the realization come uh, oh, to his face. And he's God. like, Oh shit, but he didn't like you didn't he didn't inflict it in his tone or anything. Right. Like, kept himself enough in the shadow so mm-hmm. he couldn't see that realization hit him. And then mm-hmm. once once that came out, he came into the light and he was like, What the fuck did you do? Like, what yeah. are we doing here? And then the final twist came out, right? Yep. Like with the whole bombs along the seawall mm-hmm. and everything. And I was just like, that was fucking a master class in directing and story writing. Yeah. Like
1: yeah, we have just been taken to fucking school yes. when yes. it came to storytelling. Yes, indeed. Cause it was a ride. It was something that we were like I was like, okay. At the point you didn't you didn't think the movie was over. You didn't think no Riddler's th- plan was done. This can't be it yet, yeah. But I didn't think it was that scale. No. I didn't think it was anything
0: near that. No, type and, of scale. And I was like, when I thought about it after the second time watching, I was like the Riddler technically kind of won this bout because yeah. he did blow up the seawall. He yeah. killed Lord knows how, how many, many
1: people, people. Yeah. he
0: didn't get his final goal of killing like the new mayor and like really right, getting his golly, point across, man. but he did a lot of <laughs> fucking damage <laughs> and Batman was just a step behind him.
1: <clears throat> right. And I
0: thought about it. I was like, we saw Bruce make a lot of mistakes in this movie. Yeah. Like when he fucking wing glided off the top of the, which was badass, Right. He's but he pulled that chute and fucking ping-ponged himself up from a bus into the roof of a bridge yeah. and then back down just went spiraling. I was like, he'll never do that again. No. I guarantee when we get the sequel, he will have figured out how to glide through the streets right. without hurting himself. And exactly. he's like, you see terror on him when he's oh, getting ready to dude, dive down.
1: It looked like they really shoved Pattinson off a building and fucking made <laughs> him <buddy>. glide. Because <laughs> his face was just terrified. <laughs> yeah pure terror on that face as he was guy yeah. you know, i was
0: like yeah, i'd be shitting a brick too i don't yeah. care how badass i am it's like what you're going up through up? these streets at a fucking mach 2 yeah like that's gonna hurt <laughs> exactly and then i mean like this batman had the most fucking badass moments i've ever seen yeah from a batman character right so beating the shit out of criminals was badass mm-hmm. coming in and just swooping in and beating the crap out of people and then that final fight scene in the, uh, the dome when all the smoke oh, yeah. came out and you saw him just fucking plow through the smoke and start taking people yes. down. Even when the, 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 the dome blew and he dropped dropped down, in. Yeah. I was like, God damn. Like we just, we understood Batman on a fucking cellular
1: level. Yes. We know yes. how to make
0: this guy effective, mm-hmm. but there was nothing, absolutely nothing more effective than the
1: Batmobile. Oh dude. Whew. I Damn. that was another scene where uh, I the lost funny it part in. the funny part I mean it's like you said you had humor you yeah. had human elements in this that were just like surprising when it stalled yeah <laughs> it's like uh, yeah but okay it, it, I don't even care if <laughs> it, it stalled was it was still it was, a badass
0: like when it, he, no 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 it was yeah.
1: badass but that was the whole thing of. Okay. Yeah, he, it, he's still it's trying still to get finished. this shit right. Well,
0: that's the first time you've probably <laughs> ever really driven it like that because he'd been building it. Yeah, p- through part of the film, like, oh, You yeah. saw parts laid out and oh, everything. Yeah. And then when it finally, when it starts firing the life, mm-hmm. and you hear it, and it just powering up, and you see the yeah. jet engines come on, because yeah. it had a fucking, fucking V Termine. sixteen yeah. on yeah. this bitch on it.
1: And, it and it. when
0: it came on the life, I was like, I I literally shed a couple tears. I was like, oh my god, like I've never seen. A Batmobile like that. Oh, well, yeah. And anybody that's like, oh, you cried at a Batman movie?" Yes, I fucking cried. Because <laughs> this is everything I wanted to see yeah. since I was a kid watching the Batman. Right, right. right. The animated show. Like, right. I've never seen this before. And it's everything I want to see. Like, the Tumbler was cool. Yeah. When yeah. he was rampaging through streets, pretty dope. The the Burton Batmobile, iconic. Yeah. But nothing ever quite captured the majesty that is the Batmobile. Besides
1: this, just the raw, angry power of it. it. was its own character. Those movies were comic book movies. Yeah. We talked about it after the movie. Was, this was less a comic book movie yep. than it was a detective film. Yeah. It was not, it, it just happened to have Batman in it. Yes. It was not, hey, we're going to make this just, you know, it's going to be fantastical over the top that it was realism oh it was great it was a realism batman
0: yeah it was really cool yeah when he fucking roared that thing to life and then took off chasing after the penguin yeah i was like we're in for a ride like i Mm -hmm. literally the second time i watched it i was like i'm just jonesing to get to that scene and then once it was over i was like i just want to watch that scene again like holy fucking shit the music yeah everything about it was amazing and then well when he wrecked the penguin and you see the penguin's face of just pure terror yeah like oh i fucked up and then you see batman slowly walking towards him and then Mm -hmm. leaning down looking at him. just the pure horror on his face i was like damn we nailed it like how many times in another movie have you seen pure horror on somebody's face when they seen the batman like that right right like he used it effectively oh
1: definitely every time and it was i'll say this this is one of the most beautifully shot movies i've ever seen in my life the cameras on mounted the way he mounted the cameras on the cars they gave you the basically the uh the side mirror yeah. camera and you know the, the the fender cameras and stuff like that. Oh uh. my gosh, man, oh. it was a it gave you every bit of the seriousness of that car chase. It wasn't just the car chase, it was in
0: any scene. Oh, I mean, yeah. any scene in this movie was just masterfully shot and beautiful cinematography, just gorgeous scenery. Yeah. I mean, hell, definitely. Gotham City has never looked Gotham City until now. <laughs> it was your grit gr- it was grimy, dirty grimy megatropolis holy yeah. crapness like okay burton's batman was gothic the worst place to live on the planet <laughs> and it, you felt it right yeah. nolan's film was were chicago and it felt like yeah, chicago exactly this felt like gotham city yeah and it looked like gotham city mm-hmm. and i was like holy shit like gotham's its own character here and they fucking nailed it like sure did I cannot stress enough how much this man nailed it. Like Matt Reeves gets every ounce of this credit. Oh, definitely, and man. rightfully so, man. Like definitely. just constant amazingness. Just I, I cannot stress enough how badass that bat suit is when he pulls the emblem off and uses <laughs> it as a tactical knife. Yeah, I was like fucking a. But the scene that really got me, like I was like yeah, that's Batman, is. When he's on the ground after he'd been shot with a shotgun, Uh and he can't get up, and Catwoman's about to get fucking killed. Yeah. He pulls an adrenaline thing out of his pouch, pops a thing on his leg to where he has easy access, and pops that adrenaline right in.
1: Yep. I was like, holy shit, he's thought of everything. Like, there's a purpose for everything on that suit. Ah, here's the thing, though. That green liquid may come back later on to give us a little bit of Bane, man. Maybe. Because that looks... That looks like more, Venom almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm pretty or sure it was just chemical. Adrenaline, but that would be really cool but, if it was yeah. some sort of Venom. Because Adrenaline's just clear. Yeah. But, yeah, it, you know, that, that was... Yeah, he popped that Adrenaline yeah.
0: and then he, like fucking full nelson tackled that dude to the ground and yeah. just starts beating his face in yep. and then you pull off the mask and the dude's face is all, all grungy and up. Yeah. beat up and then you realize that's the same guy same. he saw yep. in the church earlier i was like fuck yeah. that's wild, we are man. not missing a beat here Mm-mm. every single thing had a purpose in this movie and the more yes, you watch it did. the more you paid attention to it was like yeah no that that had a purpose that had a purpose this had a purpose yeah and it wasn't convoluted in any sort of fashion like everything tied together so intricately without making you feel like oh i'm missing
1: something here or, nope mm-hmm. yeah or it's just like you said it's not convoluted no. it it honestly a 3 hour and 20 a 55 minute a 2 hour and 55 minute movie with no backsteps uh uh you know it's hard to it's hard to believe that that happened yeah i
0: mean the only other movie that's that length that i can enjoy over and over like that is probably endgame mhm I mean, how long was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I don't know. It was close to three hours. It was a long movie. It was like two hours and 45 minutes or something like that. Might have been. But that's a movie I can watch over and over again, too. Yeah. This is now added to that list of shit that's just going to be constantly on in the background for me. Mm -hmm. I don't care what's going on. And anytime that Batmobile scene comes on, I'm stopping everything I'm doing to watch that because that was (laughs) fucking insane. Yeah, it was good. But, so, like, that was my one thing I wish I could have had more of in this movie, was the Batmobile. Okay. Just because I was, like, so enamored with it, Yeah, I was like, damn, I want more of that. I mean, just seeing when it first came on and seeing the engine heat up and start to yeah, glow under the, hood. Yeah. under the hood, I was like, God, the raw wow. power of that it's fucking crazy.
1: machine. It was crazy. I mean, God damn, dude.
0: So, I thought about it afterwards, and I was like, this is probably the first Batman universe that's been made. Mm-hmm. Where I could be comfortable with a Robin in it. Yeah. And the Robin could work effectively in this. I think so. Right? So, like, when the kid, you see, there's a kid that's throughout the movie that lost his dad at the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie. It was the mayor's and son. You see Batman staring at him, and mm-hmm. you could see the pain in Bruce's eyes. Yeah. Just looking at that kid. Just the the empathy. Right. I mean, that was it. I was like, man, they could do an actual kid Robin in this movies, mm-hmm.
1: and it would work, and it would fit. I think so too. I, I, you know, they've been afraid to do it because you know it's like okay, kids, hey. you know. But I, I think they could do it very well, right? In these movies, I will say
0: that that will work effectively and at the so at the beginning of the movie, like we talked about, Batman's just purely vengeance mm-hmm. in seven days because that's all this movie was. It was seven days from yeah. October 31st to November 6th. Yes, we saw so much growth from Batman in one movie. Yeah, that, you couldn't really do in three movies with yeah. some things. I mean, it was fucking, and it, it was organic. It wasn't yeah. convoluted. It wasn't it wasn't like a just fucking put in there just to be in there. Right. It was organic to Batman, and then by the end of it, he's like, I need to be more than vengeance. I need to be
1: pretty much hope for the city. And here's the thing, you know, you the integral part of that was Catwoman. Yeah, I mean, it's like okay, she kept him. She kind of uh, got him to be a little more human right and know? not only that but just like when okay so
0: something we never really seen before either was him always interacting with the police
1: right he was always around
0: the police and right. people were at first were like what a freak and then it was yeah we need him in here yeah let's get him over here let him look and then he's mm-hmm. like one of the fa- my favorite lines was captain you really gonna let him touch that or lieutenant you really gonna let him touch that and he comes up he's like, he got gloves yeah <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> fucking batman's covered <laughs> head to toe and you're over here worried about fingerprints <laughs> like come on yeah. now man but, you, like, there was one sub character, uh, Martinez. Okay. At yeah. first, right? Yeah. Was, oh, this fucking freak. fucking freak. Yeah. And then at the end of it, he's like, just like, all there for Batman. Yeah. He's like, yeah, man, I got you. I'm calling Gordon right now. Right. Right.
1: Like, just that organic growth. Yeah. Cause, I mean, the like you said, in the beginning was, the, oh, you freak. And then yeah. he was in the apartment. He's like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And he just looks at him. <laughs> Batman just looks at him like, <laughs> you know why I'm here. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, Okay. <laughs> And then he kind of was
0: like, wait, hey, what are you doing? But he was letting him do it anyways. Right. When he was tearing up the carpet. I was like, man, he's just, what are you going to do at that point? Like, this guy's coming in and figuring this shit out. You let him just do his work. He's going to figure yeah, this out. Exactly. But I'll tell you who was uh, what was really mind-blowing to me was how dark they went with some of the fucking scenes in this movie. Right? Yeah. Like, with the Riddler's contraptions. Like, we saw Riddler beat a guy's head in. Yes. We saw Riddler used a fucking saw trap. When I say saw, I mean like the movie saw, like a fucking rat Rat trap maze on this guy's face Face. that ate his face off. I was like, oh "Oh." man. My brother, after we left, and my brother's 16, but he's like, I wanted to see more of that. I was like, what? He goes, I wanted to see what the the rat maze thing did. I was like, no, you fucking didn't. didn't. No, No. you did not. I promise you, that's too much. Yeah, it would have been way too much. Yeah. But the part that really got me was the guy that had like the bomb around his neck. Yeah. This fucker full on blew up. Yeah. Just.
1: Big ass bomb Blue Batman 10 feet away. So I was, like, I was like, for a minute wow. there, I was like, going, okay, Batman, you see, he's, he's going to blow up. Yeah, but he was he's wanting to get every ounce of information yeah. until the second he could no more. And, <laughs> and he, yeah, it happened. Wow. <laughs> what got
0: me, too, was like they drug him all the way to the GCPD. Right. Didn't bother taking his mask off the whole time. No. Like, not even, nobody no. No. even tried until he started to wake up right which was really cool he got up it was like get the fuck away from me like wailed on the cops he's like i got you for beating up a cop he's like i I beat up four of them yeah (laughs) try me (laughs) that whole scene too with gordon like here's the key man like they're all close up to each other i was like that is beautiful like that's just beautiful come back later you could have pulled that punch man (laughs) he goes (laughs) i did (laughs) dude Uh, one of the coolest scenes too and i was like damn that was such a quick scene but so best was when he put that uh magnet on the beam because he didn't Uh want to take the elevator and just ran down the side of the rafter i was like fuck man like why are we just getting like these quick scenes and then it's oh i want more Uh of that give me more of that but like you said it was the detective movie and there somebody said something was it you that was like i didn't realize at times i was watching a batman movie yeah like i i had to be reminded that i was watching a batman movie at certain points because it just felt like a really good detective movie definitely like you're like, yeah, like what you said, it was a great detective movie and Batman just happened to be the star of it. Yep. That
1: was it. <laughs> I mean, it was just uh, so well put together and so well thought out. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, the intricacies of the char- each character. Right. Yeah. It was a three hour movie, but it was something that it didn't feel like three hours and it didn't feel like oh yeah we've seen this before we've seen that before we'd never really a, seen any no. of this before
0: that no was, well, was insane we've have how many batman movies we have four not including uh, adam west's mm-hmm. so we have the four with uh keaton kilmer and clooney mm-hmm. then we have three with Bang. nolan yeah and then we have batman v superman which could be a Batman movie, somewhat yeah, with Affleck, yeah. which I love Affleck, and I'm yeah, kind of sad to see him too. gone. I was kind of sad to hear- Jer-
1: and I like Jeremy Irons is as as Alfred. Alfred too, yeah, that was know? really
0: good. I was really sad to see um, that you know he didn't get his chance to do his own Batman movie. Right, but because he didn't, we got this. So I'm kind of glad in a way too. Like right, it was right. like, so, yeah. how so, good yeah. could that have but, been compared like how said, good this is? Like
1: we said before, you know, you could have all these different universes going on at the same time and they are yeah right so I like mean, with the flash
0: they're gonna do what? you're gonna see beton affleck's batman uh-huh. then he's gonna go into a different reality or alter time or whatever the fuck he's gonna the do time, and you're yeah. gonna see keaton's batman yeah. they're filming batgirl right now which takes place in this is a subs universe compared to the dc right right you um then when the flash ends keaton's gonna be the main batman at that point he's right. gonna be back and he's already been on set for batgirl wow yeah and oh, have you seen the set photos of that? No, I haven't. Okay, so yeah, Brendan Fraser is the Firefly. Oh, and shit. I saw all his costume the other day, and it's got like that old timey mariner like the guys that used to go underwater with the yeah. metal helmets. Yeah, he's got like that kind of thing on. Uh huh. Just looks really cool. Like I'm really happy to see Brendan cool. Fraser back on the main spotlight because he's wow. awesome. He's such a good actor. Yeah, I, I missed him. Like he was part of my childhood, right? So yeah. Brandon Fraser was in The Mummy and Bedazzled mm-hmm. and like all the yeah. all, cr- all the movies him, yeah. I remember seeing growing up. So I'm really happy to see him back. Was, and then yeah. um, J.K. Simmons is going to play Gordon. Mm, yeah. And then you got Keaton as Batman in there. So I'm wow. like, wow, we're really mashing all this shit together. Yeah, no doubt. And having Keaton back as Batman full time, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a, it a childhood out. dream of mine. Like, Keaton's back. Us. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> so this year we're getting... Pattinson is, F, uh, is Batman, which is probably going to be the best one, my favorite in mm-hmm. going forward, which is amazing. Yeah. And I knew he was going to do amazing, but I didn't know he was going to quickly, that fast, take over my favorite uh, I didn't spot. know
1: either. Yeah.
0: Uh, You got Affleck as Batman in the movie, and then you got Keaton back as Batman. Lord knows who else is going to pop up in that movie. Yeah. Right? No so I was no like, all right, like it's a great year to be a Batman fan. <laughs> sure is. Sure is. But... you. You're, do you disagree that this is there's a reason this movie is called The Batman? Oh, no. Definitely not. Because guess
1: what? It, it is, is about Bat- Batman. It is about him.
0: You know what part really sold me that we were in for a ride? What's that? Was the very beginning, right, when the the title came up. And it just said in red, The Batman. Yeah. I was like, fuck. Just, we're in for it.
1: Yeah. Just plain, just, you know. Yeah. yeah. Stark. Stark. It was
0: nice. I, you know, you could really tell Matt Reeves put some work into this. Yeah. Because having the Riddler be like a Zodiac S killer. Oh, yeah. You know, having. That was
1: inc- just e- everything he did. You know that several of the cards, or one of the cards was actually based off of one of the cards that the. Zodiac kill- sent. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. The, I think the uh, Skeleton. Oh. The skeleton one, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. God, dude. Man, when he fucking when they
0: blew up in Alfred's house, and you see Batman driving to get back, and then it's like, oh, it happened an hour ago. It's like, oh "Oh, oh, shit! I love how Batman was always just like just a little too late sometimes, and that that's gonna be the beauty of this trilogy because you know he's gonna do more. Is you're gonna see him get better and better with each one. Yep, exactly. And you're gonna see him not make that mistake. So I was like, I was telling my brother, I was like, when Joker finally gets out and does his craziness. Was like he's gonna be a, he's gonna be on top of it. You're gonna oh, see yeah. him be ahead of the game at certain points. Exactly. I was like, I'm gonna be there for that, man. Mm-hmm. Like Reese could literally do any character at this point
1: and get yeah, it right. He has he has everything open. I mean, it's doing such a great job with this. Mm-hmm. You know the Riddler's one of the main characters, but he's like like on the bottom of the main characters. Yeah, that's you a know hard what I mean? character to yeah. do, though. Yeah,
0: I mean it's it's a guy that literally builds saw type traps mm-hmm. and bases everything off a of riddles. Riddles, yeah. Who the only other live action version we saw was Jim Carrey, and all he yeah. could think to do was comedic effect. Right. Right. I mean, it worked for the time. Kind oh of yeah, different. and especially in the
1: movie that it was in. Right. It was like exactly. It
0: worked for that, but. To make the Riddler an actually scary, creepy, psychotic killer yes. and work effectively, I was like, that's fuck, impressive. You know what I really want to see him do? There's that's two it. characters I would love to see Reeves do. One's a little far-fetched just because of the basis of the character, hmm. but one in, in particular I really want to see him do. The one that's far off is Clayface. Oh, yeah. I think that's... he could do a really good Clayface. Right. Clayface could be used to great effect. Oh, yeah. It's fucking phenomenal. But you have to... That's some warping reality a little some bit, right? Serious, like uh, CGI, a lot yeah. of CGI. there. I mean, that's that's a little far off from what we did already. Mm-hmm. The one I really want to see him do, and you could do it effective in this kind of universe he's built. Like, there's not really too much that's out of reach of possibility with this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But is uh, Mr. Freeze?
1: Yeah, yeah, you could definitely. Oh my God, could he fucking <laughs> yeah. kill him, Mr. Freeze? I think so. Nail every second of it. I mean, if you can get
0: somebody to do Mr. Freeze, like you got somebody to do Falcone. Or Riddler or Penguin or whoever. Mm -hmm. Dude. Yeah. And I think everybody's Uh, like hesitant, Mr. Freeze, because of what they did in Badly Robin with Schwarzenegger, right? Right. Like Mr. Freeze is a very poetic character when you really think about it. Oh yeah. Like very, very troubled, very he's not a bad guy. He was just trying to save his wife and then he got fucked up in the head. And yeah. And that's like a lot of things that these these movies always gloss over. how fucked up these bad guys are in the head. Mhm. And that would be really cool to see with a Mr. Freeze in this type of movie. Yeah. Man, I would be I would I almost hope in the second one they don't do Joker. They hmm. do more and then in the third one Joker finally gets out.
1: Right. And wreaks havoc, but Batman's ready to deal with it. Right. Yeah, that would be a good setup cuz yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter. Any any movie you can set at whatever time uh-huh. and then how much time had been gone had gone by. You can you know make him ready for it at any time. But yeah, I think it would make more sense to do to skip a movie and then bring Joker. Yeah. I think you should set him up
0: like the bid bag, kind of like they did Thanos. Like allude to Joker, show that he is a presence, but don't really bring him in yeah. until it's like this is it. Bam! You know, it would be really good a killing joke adaption with Matt Reeves behind it. Mm. Like he could fucking nail that. Yeah. Like, or even a uh, under the red hood type thing.
1: Yeah. That's a good one too.
0: I mean, there's the sky's the limits. Like anybody that understands Batman to this degree
1: mm-hmm.
0: could literally do any story and do it effectively and do it right. Right. And I right. hope that he doesn't walk away from this. Cause I think if he walks away from this, it doesn't all come crumbling, but it's going to lose its effectiveness. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I could see that. After what he did with Planet of the Apes, I'm fucking there for it. I don't really care. That yeah. man shows that he could write a s- sequel, story, trilogy. Even though he didn't do Rise, right? He made that trilogy. So, what was your favorite part of the movie?
1: Ah, uh, let's see here. I would say my favorite part. I, I think my favorite part of the movie was the the fight scene at, at the end yeah, that was so I mean I definitely would say you know when he blew the whole skylight oh, just to drop in yeah just to drop in I was like yeah he knows what he's doing um you know that was that was awesome
0: I love that when he figured it out and knew what was happening like when he was reading the message board and saw that video that last yeah. video fucking cracked me up to that's no the end, too. only
1: gripe I have about this is that nobody decided they wanted to watch that video. Well, it was password Nobody, locked. Nobody knew the password. Well, yeah. And he only
0: found it because he saw it written on the floor, real change. Right, right. So he made that correlation. Yeah. He was the only one that found it on the floor. So, yeah. I, I mean, I got the my one real gripe. I mean, besides the goofy ones I've already said, like more of the Batmobile and mm-hmm. him being just grungy with Alfred was Gordon was always too quick
1: to be like, what's the answer? Bat? What's the answer, man?
0: Like, <laughs> come on, Gordon, you're pretty smart here. Like, this clue's not hard to come figure on. out. Like, yeah. what does a liar do after he's dead or whatever? He lies, lies still. still. Like, yeah. that's his simple answer here. Like, Gordon, you should be able to figure that out, bud. Like, he was always too yeah. quick to defer to Batman's judgment. True. Which I appreciated because it showed how much he trusts Batman and how much they were working together and how mm-hmm. entwined they were. But at the same token, it's like, Gordon, you're smart. <laughs> I know yeah. you're fucking smart. Come on, man. Yep. You made a career before he showed up. Yeah. He got this. Come on. You can I'll, do it. I love the, just the comedy between those two. Like when the, the thumb drive. Mm-hmm. Oh, this guy's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, Jeffrey Wright's my fucking hair. awesome. Use this. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, mm. dude. I need to go see it again. I need yeah. to go see it a third time. Um, what was I going to tell you? I was going to tell you a part. Um, like, by far, my favorite scene, I think, besides the Batmobile firing up. Mm. for the first time which was just fucking amazing but when he um when they were diffusing the bomb or going to like look at the bomb Mm -hmm. and he starts looking around and you hear his footsteps and he just slowly walks across and like all the cops mouths drop open as they see him through the window walking to him steadily i was like yep that's uh that's kind of the reaction he always needs to get (laughs) like just fuck Pure fucking terror on these people's face. I mean, think about it. How crazy would that be seeing a guy walk into this room that everybody else is scared to walk into with the just the fucking strut that he had. Yeah. The balls on that, man. Yep.
1: I'm just coming in.
0: I'm just going to figure this out for you guys. Don't worry. It's okay, guys. Take a coffee break. Mm-hmm. Take five. I got mm-hmm. this. No, no big deal. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: God,
0: dude. I, I thoroughly, I cannot say how much I enjoyed this movie because it's hard to put into words. Yeah. And, I mean, the first night I saw it, My wife asked me what I thought of it, and I couldn't answer her. Like I just couldn't. Like Mm -hmm. I had to sit there and really process what I just witnessed and how it changed my. It didn't change my perspective of Batman, but changed my perspective of how Batman could be be portrayed on film and used in a movie. Right. And I think anything after this is kind of going to pale in comparison
1: to it. Oh, I I, I agree with you. Because, I mean, this is a game changer. This mm-hmm. is like, uh, I mean, honestly, we talked about it in, in, after the movie. It was on a level of how Joker changed how we saw mm-hmm. uh, these, that, these characters. Right. I mean, it was like, okay, you can have a guy that just had a bad day. Right or a bad few, series of days and just go off his rails, mm-hmm. you know, and without his medicine and all that kind of stuff. Right. And not have anything to do with, oh, this is, you know, he got dropped in a vat of acid or <laughs> anything like that, you know. Well, I mean, that could still just, play a part. but It could. It, I mean, he, in the, yeah. he was a
0: fundamentally damaged character to begin with. Right. But that just further accentuated Exactly. Him. And like we already talked about, that's the one thing that this movie did so effective that it's never, like you said, there was a lot that's never been done before, but seeing the psychosis of these villains mm-hmm. and understanding that they are mentally they're damaged. Mentally, they're crazy. Fucking oh,
2: yeah. choice.
0: Yep. Pure choice. You know yep. what I cannot like be more happier about? And it's amazing that they continue to do this. What's that? They made a Batman theme that's never going to be replaced oh, again. Oh no, yeah. I mean, I grew up with Danny Elfman's score. That right? darkness. What well, that's that's an iconic theme the, the mm-hmm. Danny Elfman score. Hans mm-hmm. Zimmer came in and brought us a fucking bitchin' score. That yeah. was for a long time to me almost better than Danny Elfman's. Right? But then you have Michael Giacchone come in, kick the fucking door off the hinges and be like, "Boom, bitches. Simple, effective." Yeah. And badass.
1: And that uh, just And then you got, oh. you know, like you said during the car scene, mm-hmm. this the drum aspect this the percussion aspect of it during that scene after he
0: wrecked crazy. the penguin and he's yeah. walking with the flames behind him and the score yeah. slowly builds as he's getting mm-hmm. closer i was like that's gotta be the penguin's heart beating out of his fucking chest is what that's yeah, gotta it was be like, and it? Where it, where? that score is literally punching you in the chest and you guys see this movie in the biggest loudest theater you can see it in i, I guaranteed yeah you have to and i mean i was just sitting there i was like that is the epitome of Batman. That one scene alone trumps all other Batman scenes before it. That walking. Every single one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Him walking mm-hmm. in front of those flames. With the
0: score pounding. Yep, exactly. Yeah. The look on the Penguin's face. Like, mm-hmm. Colin Farrell, like you said, needs a fucking award. Yeah. Dan, they all do. Like, Dano yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Even though Dano wasn't in it as much as you would think. Yeah. Zoe Kravitz. I mean. Yeah. It's, but dude. for me, out of the,
1: the rogues gallery, Penguin was the real MVP. Yeah. He was fucking real MVP. He was, man. But, yeah. Because I don't really see uh, Catwoman as a rogues gallery anymore. She was kind of like an anti-hero type situation in this, right? And plus, you know, what we know about from the comic books, Mm -hmm. you know, and stuff like that, and even, you know, some of the animation, uh, just knowing that they have a relationship here in the future or whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah. This, is, this is the one time I could
0: see like them doing like a true romance between Batman and right, Catwoman that leads right. to like, you know what I really want to see is the wedding of Batman and Catwoman. Wow, that eventually. would be awesome. Like but, yeah. way down the line, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Like we kind of, yeah. Dark Knight Rises did a lot of things right. But Mm -hmm. glossing over Batman and Catwoman's relationship and then having them live together at the end or be together, it's like I I I know how we got to this point, but you didn't. But we don't know how we got to this point. You didn't flesh that out. Yeah, this movie already fleshed out to where I'm like, yeah, you guys go live happily together. I'm cool Mm -hmm. with that. The bat and the cat. That's got a nice ring to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we know. (laughs) God, dude. Oh, I need a sequel already. Yeah, I need I I need a sequel, and I was so happy that Warner Brothers gave Matt Reeves. Carved Every lunch. breathing oh, room that he needed to do exactly it's, what he wanted.
1: To if do. they, if they don't learn from this, mm-hmm. <sighs> there's no hope for Warner Brothers. If they they don't learn that if you let people do these things yeah. the right way, the way that they're supposed to, guys who have loved the characters and loved the uh, you know all everything surrounding their universe from the get go, right? Let them do their job. This is
0: the first time. That Warner Brothers just truly, A, gave... Well, they did it with the Suicide Squad. James Gunn understands the Suicide yeah, yeah, Squad. Yeah. yeah, I Arguments can be made that Zack Snyder understood Superman. And he did, to a certain degree. And he... I think that they Man of Steel deserves a sequel with Henry Cavill back in the shoes. But nobody's ever done it to the degree that Matt Reeves just did it with the Batman. I mean, argument can be made that they did it with the Joker. But you kind of got carte blanche with the Joker because he doesn't have no true, defined backstory so you could do literally whatever the fuck you wanted to do and it work effective right to a certain degree but having a character that's so fleshed out as the batman and still doing doing it in a way that's never been done before and succeeding to this degree bravo to matt reeves and warner brothers hiring matt reeves to do this because that was fucking insane
1: no doubt god damn
0: i like literally that is the one man Besides Kevin Feige that I'd want to go up, shake his hand and give him a big old fucking hug and be like, <laughs> thank you. Like, truly thank you from like one of the biggest Batman nerds that there's ever been <laughs> to you for doing this. Like, yeah. holy shit. That meant everything. Yeah. Like, I called my aunt after the movie, after I thought about it for a bit. And she's the one that really kind of put me on the Batman growing up besides the animated series and like made me fall in love with Batman the way I did. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't care what you have to do. I don't care how you do it. You do not take the kids. You go to the movie by yourself and you see this in theaters while it's still in theaters. Yeah. Because yeah, if definitely. you're a Batman fan, this is everything.
1: Oh, if you're a movie fan, I mean, you know, I can, if you're a Batman fan, it's everything. But yeah. if you're a movie fan, it is a great movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is, uh, we talked about it, you know, before, it Is not a superheroist movie. Uh-uh. It is just a. Det- a story in a great movie mm-hmm. that happens to have a superhero in it.
0: It also happens to be the greatest Batman character study it's, of all time. Yeah. But yeah. you're right, it did a dual thing. It was a great movie, but it was also a great Batman movie. Yeah. So, like, oh God, a lot of the reviews I was reading before this came out, some of them were irritating me just a bit because mm-hmm. of some of the negative reviews, like one in particular, sticks out of my brain. It's like, this is not a kid friendly movie. Pattinson barely cracks a smile. You know, not don't bring not for your kids. Like, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah. Like clearly, like first I mean, of all, Batman shouldn't have to crack a smile.
1: No, he's the fucking Batman. Batman. I mean, if you ever, st- I mean, your kids have watched him in the animated shows. Yeah, he, they understand he is not a, a funny guy, and <laughs> <Yeah>, that's what we <laughs> fuck with here. He's not a he's not a funny guy. No. I mean, I, you don't you know, I it, that kills me. Yeah. That kills me when they, they make those kind of crit- criticisms. When it's like. Okay, the kids have already watched them and been acquainted with Batman, right? So, what do you think is the difference? I, mean,
0: I think if people are giving this a negative review and they're using those kind of terminologies to define why it's it a negative review be for them, taken it's seriously well. A, they can't be taken seriously, but B, they don't understand Batman.
1: This right. is not a movie right. for
0: them, so they should not even they should not be the one reviewing that, right? But even still, even if you take Batman on the equation, it's still a really it's fucking a great good movie. movie.
1: Yeah, it's still a great movie. That's the whole thing. Uh, $128 million in opening weekend.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that's not even having the Sunday numbers. No, in I yet. know. And they were that's projecting great. that it wasn't going to have that great of an opening weekend at first. Right. Until the word of mouth started getting out already yeah. and people losing their fucking minds over it. Yes. And then it's
1: like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is going to make
0: some money. going to make money.
1: Money, money, money. I wonder if it'll have the legs that Spider Man did. I don't, I think, don't so. think so. Because, uh, I mean, especially because so, the 45 day window that's going to be on HBO well, Max here too. Oh, is it
0: going to be on HBO Max yeah. in 45 days? Yeah. Fuck yes. Um, no, I don't think it'll have the legs Spider-Man does because Spider-Man had a lot of nostalgia attached to it. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. you know, that's... Yet again, that's just Marvel being Marvel. Using right. nostalgia right, and right. built up storyline. This is fresh. This is new. It may not have those legs to carry it to those numbers. I think right. it's going to do exceedingly well in the box office. Right. But nowhere near a Marvel standard. Yeah. I think it's going to be one of the highest grossing, most critically acclaimed DC DC movies. Um, it's definitely going to warrant its sequel quickly. Yeah. If they haven't already greenlit it, trust me, after this weekend, they're going to greenlight it. Mm-hmm. Um. But by no means do I think this is going to be, you know, $2 billion, billion billion no, yeah, movie. True. It, it would be lucky to push a billion. Right, right. And that's just because it's not going to have the wide family draw That it Mm -hmm. normally would because this is a darker Batman like uh, I took my 16 year old brother. I told my dad he should go see it because I think he would like it. But I told him do not take my 12 year old brother because I don't think my 12 year old brother A could sit through a three hour movie like this. He sat through Endgame just fine.
1: Mm -hmm. But that was entertaining. That's lights and flash all the time. This
0: is dark, gritty hardcore story
1: and it's very cerebral yeah very much so yeah
0: it's not for him not now at least in a couple years yeah it could be for him and he might enjoy it but right now not his cup of tea um yeah i told my dad when i was over i was like dad you're gonna really like this movie uh it gave me a lot of seven la confidential oh yeah you know those those detective noir movie vibes and those are some of his favorites i was like you're really gonna like they went
1: into (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Nigma's apartment <laughs> it oh, was straight out of seven god dude that was, was like dude fuck <laughs> yeah wait, man I don't think that I don't think here. that Riot
0: likes you man doing of bad things yeah man. wow god dude and hey, it's amazing that he gave us one of the most badass interesting crazy villains we've ever seen in a movie yeah but you barely got any time with Dano like oh,
1: when yeah. it was
0: all said and done you saw a lot of the Riddler sure and videos mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know news clips and stuff like that But Dana was such a small chunk of the movie, as Dana or as you know Riddler without his mask and stuff. Yeah, exactly. But what he did with those precious
1: minutes, (laughs) it was amazing.
0: I I read something today actually that blew my mind. Is the scene where he was doing one of those uh, Facebook calls or whatever Mm -hmm. he was doing, um, two hundred takes. Wow! And it was not at Matt Reeves insistence it was at dano's insistence because he was trying out everything he could possibly think of to kind of yeah to get what he wanted out of that scene and matt reeves was there for he's like yeah let's just keep doing it until you feel like you got it because he dano understood his character he Mm -hmm. knew what he was doing with it yeah and i you know i love dano a lot as an actor really good yeah, very, actor very good. uh he actually because of this movie i went back and i started watching there will be blood mm-hmm. with daniel day lewis mm-hmm. and anybody that can hold their own against daniel day lewis in a movie yeah F- fuck like yeah impressive mm-hmm. so yeah you know i had heard a lot of set issues on this movie that it was taking a lot of takes and stuff like that mm. because matt reeves wanted to get it just right 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 yeah it, <laughs> True to your labor bro yeah, right here exactly it's worth it yeah i mean there was not a bad second in this movie it just yeah. really wasn't no there was really one thing i was really hoping it would end differently than it did was when uh bruce was in alfred's hospital room and they were having like that heart-to-heart talk and bruce being like you know i, I thought i mastered my fear right i realized i couldn't stand the thought of losing somebody that i care about right and then alfred holds out his hand to like hold bruce's hand i was so banking on bruce being like don't push it, Alfred. No.
1: Like, no, I was no. like, come on, <laughs> we're so close. Damn it. Yeah, no. yeah, they had to have that moment. They did, but it would have been funny as shit if that's what he would have done. It would have been
0: funny. But it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, no, yeah. I get it. But it's just like, I hope there's an outtake somewhere of Patton's saying that just for shits and giggles, because I'd watch that. Yep. I'm just gonna tell you flat out what my score is, and then you oh, can, you ahead. can say whatever fuck you want. But mine's a fucking solid ten out of ten.
1: Ten out of ten.
0: Fucking ten out of ten. Wow, a
1: ten out of ten. Yeah. Yep, perfect movie. Uh huh. To me, it was. <laughs> I I man, I'm gonna be around there. It's it's. I, I'm going with a nine seven. Okay. With what what what's
0: taking away from you from being a perfect movie? Because there's no
1: perfect movie. That's fair. Yeah. And no, I, I know. get
0: that. And the only reason you're the, the, right, there is no perfect movie. But I'm giving this a perfect score. Because of everything it did and everything it meant.
1: The the well, here's the thing it did. Here's the one thing that you will, when you see this movie, you will understand. It met and exceeded every expectation that you could have in yeah. a, in this movie. Yep. For this movie, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we've been waiting for it for years now, but three years. It, yeah. So I mean, it, but it it was well worth the wait.
0: Well shit, the first trailer dropped two years ago at DC Fandome. And yeah. I remember just watching the first DC Fandom just to watch that trailer. Mm-hmm. And when that first trailer dropped, it was not even remotely what I was no. expecting. No. And I'm happy it wasn't and when it was right. all said and done. Because like after that first initial shock of what the fuck is going on here because you just
1: red him showing him in the red light, right?
0: And no, that was the, the first test footage. Okay. Like yeah. of him walking out in the suit, which it was really cool. Which kind of like hinted at what they were doing, but when that first trailer dropped with uh, the fir- the song that they did, Nirvana's um oh yeah song playing, yeah, and Riddler's tape stretching out, like the mm-hmm. logo was coming up. I was like, "What the fuck are we getting here?" And then after the first trailer, I was like, "Oh!" And once that clicked in my brain, that that's what we were going towards. Right. I was like, "Hey, this is only going to go one of two ways. This is either going to be really fucking good, or it's going to be mediocre." There mm-hmm. was no chance of it being bad. Right. But then once I finally saw it, I was like, yep, yeah, that, uh, that was the Batman, boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pure and simple, that was the Batman. Mm-hmm. Ain't no other way to look at this besides that was the fucking yeah. Batman. Yeah. What are we going to call the sequel? The Batman again? Like,
1: I don't the know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how do you follow again. that up? Oh, Lord. Golly.
0: Uh, uh, you know what was really cool about this, too, that we've never really seen? Is he kept going back to the same location, the Iceberg Lounge, over again. And every yeah. time he went there, those guys, the twins, just looked exceedingly more fucked up because he had just beat the shit out of them well, multiple went, times throughout the movie. How many times did he go? See, he went there the first, first time, time as Batman. Batman and, and then he went, went as Bruce Wayne, Wayne. And then he snuck in as Bruce and switched into his, the Batman, Batman costume, costume. Yeah, to go right. save Selena because she yeah. was there to kill Falcone. Right, right, right. And I was like, it's... That's the hallmark of a good movie where you can go back to the same setting Mm -hmm. and it feel different and warranted every time you go there. Right. Right. Like it's hard to keep using the same setting over and over again and not feel like it's just being overutilized or like, oh, we're back here again. You know? Yeah. I agree. I mean, there was always something different and it felt like time had passed. Like I said, everything felt so organic. That's a very hard thing. Not stage, not just... It's just part of a movie. It was organic. Right. And I, I need to go back and watch background more in this movie because like one of my biggest nitpicks about Nolan's movies, he tries to go for all those realism. But like I rewatched the Dark Knight Rises the other day and that final fight that they had between all the cops and the bad guys, you really should not take your eyes off of Batman fighting Bane. Because you see some really goofy shit going, going on in the background. The background. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, really this was really staged. Shit. And like, yeah. you could just see guys just like pushing Push each other each back other. and forth or fake yep. fighting. And yep. they're like, oh, yeah. come on back up, man. Yeah, uh, I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Like, I, it's a lot of crazy. I, I can't help but focus on the background at it's that a point. It's of I'm crazy. Like, Damn yeah. it. Took it away. I've
1: seen that. That's wild. What-
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like that was cool and all, but that was not, that shouldn't have been part of that Batman. Yeah. That could be part of this Batman because he's shown, like, when you see him out in the daylight and stuff like that, it doesn't take away from him still being the fucking Batman. Yeah. Like, if you could take Batman out of his element and still make him feel like Batman, mm-hmm. fucking, you got it. You nailed no
1: it. No doubt. No doubt. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I could keep going. I'm not oh, going I to, know. though. <laughs> this is. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Anything else you want to add to this? No, man. Go see it. Yes. I mean, if you haven't heard already, go see it. I mean, you know, you know it's a good movie by now.
0: So last little caveat to this, Matt Reeves deserves best director. The cast deserves a best ensemble cast because it's hard to just pick one out of all of them that deserve award. Mm -hmm. Is amazing and I cannot stress enough how amazing Pattinson is. To me, Colin Farrell truly stole the
1: show. Colin Farrell was extremely good. I think Zoe Kravitz did an excellent, insanely good job yeah, playing did. opposite of a person who just doesn't have any emotion. Right. You know. It no, was really he good. did
0: have a lot of emotion. He though, had emotion, but
1: but it was like you know you know it's muted emotion as far as like he know. was numb. Yeah, he was numb to a lot exactly. of
0: things. Yeah. Uh, and Dano, I cannot stress enough how amazing Dano's role was. Yeah. But like I said, Colin Farrell just fucking owned every yeah. second of that movie. Um. Michael Giacchone deserves every award ever for the score that he made.
1: Did make a beautiful score,
0: absolutely. In cinematography, like anything, this movie could be nominated for. Mm-hmm. It deserves it. It nomination. should be nominated. Yeah,
1: I agree too. I agree too. You put a three, almost three hour movie together, and it's just solid from top to bottom. Yeah, yeah. you gotta, you gotta get recognized for that.
0: Yep. Yeah, this is one that's probably gonna definitely hold up to the test of time. Yeah. So. All right. If you got anything else, I'm gonna cut it here. Otherwise, I'm gonna keep
1: rambling.
0: Until next time, peace. I've been Kendrick, and I've been Mark, and this has been Movies in Black and White. Thanks for listening.